Hello, and welcome back to Trashy Trashy, where we discuss this week's trashiest news stories. My name is Erica Curry. I'm trash because I used to drive a yellow Hummer around my college town that was wrapped <laughs> with naked ladies. No, it wasn't. To advertise a tanning salon. <laughs> oh my God, you were so tan in some of your older photos. Hi, <laughs> I'm Cassandra Cardenas, and um, I have a bottle of Malibu in my apartment that I thought about throwing away, but then part of me is thinking like, well, what if I need it? Because I'm a that's, piece of shit. <laughs> that's why we're trash. That's why we're trash. Welcome back. Trashy, Welcome. trashy. So much fun. How has your week been, Cass? Um, I went to Joshua Tree, um, which was wonderful. Um, I turns out <laughs> I was with my friends. I was like, "What are all these weird trees out here?" <laughs> Those <laughs> are the Joshua trees. <laughs> yeah, I thought the Joshua Tree was just one tree. I didn't realize it was just all those weird kind of ones. Um, so that was a little embarrassing. And we almost did mushrooms, almost, but uh, then decided we would have to do another trip for mushrooms because, yeah. you know, we just, you know, it. W- <sighs> I should have done the drugs, Erica. I should have done the drugs. I, I feel you. I have uh, been sitting on some substances that I will not do yet. <laughs> you know, it's like that's the difference between. You know what? Okay, it's a big flip. So when I'm in my early 20s, I could have a bottle of wine in my house for like three months and I wouldn't even think about it twice. But like drugs, they get done the second you acquire them. Now, here I am, 30. I cannot hold on to a bottle of wine to save my life, but drugs I can sit on for like a year and be like, when the time is right. I will know, but like, I've got too much going on in my life. I have too much responsibility. You, you want to know how I was also trashed this week? What? I had some of Post Malone's rosé. How was it? Really nice. (laughs) I don't, I like him, Erica. I like him. I like him too. I think he's a nice boy who just happens to have a lot of face tattoos. He's just so tired. Is he tired? He's just so tired all the time. Did you know um, Jimmy Fallon bought the rights to When You're Here, Your Family for yes. him and gave it as a gift to Post Malone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is so specific and was such a nice moment to watch as they ate dinner at the Olive Garden in Times Square. Can I tell you that Jimmy Fallon talked about me on his talk show? No, he didn't. Which talk show? Uh <laughs> Tonight with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's right. uh, yeah. In college, I threw this like large concert and we had Jimmy Fallon and Sugarland. And I was a part of like the exec team that threw this concert. Hmm. And I got to meet him backstage and he wore like a sweatshirt of our university when he performed and then talked about us like the next day, like on Monday of the show. He was like, hey, to all those of you that I talked to about like pursuing comedy and stuff, do it. And I was like, that's me. (laughs) That's nice. I thought that that story was going to go like I was involved in a fucking insane story that ended up as one of his two liners. But that's really sweet. It was just a sweet little like shout out. And it was like always in the back of my head that Jimmy Fallon told me to keep going. (laughs) That's nice, Erica. Yeah. 
just a sweet little story. I have been weeping so much. We don't have to harp on this for too long. You know what? Maybe never mind. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna save it for hoarding. Okay. I'm gonna save it for hoarding. Oh my god. Okay. Let's do the first story. I need to clean. I need to fix my life. Um, are you ready for this first story? I'm ready. Okay. So look, we've just went through a pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Times are tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Vice.com, there has been an entire police station in Italy that was arrested for dealing drugs and torturing suspects. All of this <laughs> happening during lockdown. <laughs> or rather, <laughs> it was happening over the past three years, but like it really got wild during lockdown. I mean, you got to have something to do. That's what it is, you know? Like in Italy was fucking nuts although they're probably looking at the united states right now thinking that we're fucking nuts but um yeah the uh the fur the entire it's things 22 people or there 22 people are being investigated and then there's five of them in jail and their chief is under house arrest there's only one officer at the department that hasn't been implicated in the investigation which like if i'm that one officer i'm like um are you fucking kidding me? You guys have been hanging out on Fridays without me? I know. My feelings would be so hurt. I would be so upset. Like, wait, is that why all of you guys got speedboats? (laughs) I I can't get six people to commit to an improv practice, much less get 22 officers involved in an extortion ring. Like, this one officer who wasn't involved must be the biggest fucking dork. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they invite him to be a part of the drugs and the and the torture? Marconi. Marconi is such a square that they're like, there's no way. We're not even going to tease him about it. No, they're like, you know what? Just let him do his fucking job. This is a, you know, this is a whatever. Poor thing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm falling apart already. I you mean, can- illegal arrest, coercion, and even torture. I mean, these are the police officers that you can bribe. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't know if I would be able to do a good job bribing an Italian uh, police officer since I can barely function with euros. Like, <laughs> I would be like, how many? All of them? Sounds right. I don't know. <laughs> totally. I'd be like, okay, look, I only have my Amex, but I do have all of these coins for tipping. Can I give you all of these coins? coin euros will this cover it no okay great then i (laughs) suppose you can have my body now you and i went to barcelona together damn yes we did i thought we got along pretty well like financially like i i think like we spent our money wisely well barcelona compared to it's italia uh is uh dirt cheap Mm -hmm. Uh, the fact that i was able that i just said that sentence is another reason why I should be trash because, you know, it just was an incredibly pretentious uh, sentence. But, um, yeah, we did great in Barcelona. I think that we would have had enough money to bribe police officers if needed. Do you remember when we went to the casino because you needed to gamble? <laughs> yes, I do. Like, we, I... Walked, we walked to the beach we saw the beach, got some golden hour photos, and you're like, 
I need to go in this casino. <laughs> and you proceeded to play blackjack and taught me about blackjack, actually. I, I felt it was amazing. I have a problem. And uh, any country that I can go on vacation. I've been to a casino in London. Wow. I've been to a casino. I mean, anywhere that you can go. I've been to a casino in Comanche County, Oklahoma. That I mean, it was kind of shocking, but also like I respected it. And I won a little bit of money. Yeah. Some euros. I came up up. So. God, we ate a lot of ham on that trip. So much ham. Oh, my goodness. So much ham. I tried to smuggle some of it back with me. Speaking of smuggling things, what happened at Disney World recently? Well, uh, according to blogmickey.com, which is a website that you apparently check, uh, that I don't. <laughs> um, so I just like was giggling when I was like reading about this, like blogmickey.com. Come on, Erica. Uh, <laughs> according to arrest records, uh, which they so kindly publish in Florida, uh, this 27-year-old woman was arrested on charges of carrying a concealed weapon and the possession of less than 20 grams of cannabis after security found two guns in a diaper bag at Epcot uh, Center. Epcot bag check, specifically. What is there to even do at Epcot but to fire guns and smoke pot? I don't see the big deal. I don't see the big deal. She seems like she's looking for a good time. Like this, I was reading about this and I'm like, I don't think that this woman had like intentions to commit some sort of terrorist attack. I'm just pretty sure she forgot that she still had guns in her diaper bag. Oh, for sure. Like she's so trash. She takes her guns everywhere with her. And this was just another place she was going. Right. But so it looks like that they have um, artificial intelligence scanners at Disney, um, Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is where she got caught with them. And I'm a little confused with what AI scanners are. And, like, I'm wondering if I go through them, like, will they make me hotter? Oh, like, analyzing what part of you isn't good enough and then it's going to, like, <laughs> amp it up or suck I was it thinking in. more of the fact that every time that AI is featured in a movie, it's like played by someone with a perfect body. But now that you say it that way, that's probably right. Oh. <laughs> Here's what's wrong with you, ma'am. Um, you could stand to lose a few in the tummy and you have two guns in your diaper bag. Erica, did I ever tell you the story about how I beat Shaq? Oh, no, Cass. I never knew you competed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was around the... Uh, it was in the early 2000s. Um, I had blonde hair back then. And uh, yeah, I we needed a stand-in for Aaron Carter, and that's where I came in. So I did defeat Shaq that day. Well, congratulations. That's mighty impressive. Thank uh, you. And I've turned out quite well. However. <laughs> however. You know who hasn't turned out quite well? No. Who? Poor Aaron Carter. Oh, my God. Poor Aaron Carter. Oh, he's got a... So Aaron Carter, according to Daily Mail, uh, he's denied dog abuse allegations following reports that he has been neglecting his pug, Nala. But people have been reporting, seeing that the dog has been locked in a crate outdoors in, you know, 100-degree heat uh, in Lancaster, California. Ew. Um, and... Uh, that he like locks it in bathrooms and Aaron also has now German shepherds and people are worried about the German shepherds, um, hurting the pug. So 
This is a pretty fucked up story. Yeah, this is pretty trash if if it's true. Now, he's denied the allegations saying that he just put it in the crate to keep them away from the German shepherds. But people have accused him of rescuing purebred so that he could breed them, which is trash. <clears throat> yeah, that's it's like a weird a weird business venture. Um, but, uh, what is he trying to breed? Pugs or German Shepherds? Or combos? Purebred dogs, basically. Oh, just any purebred dog. Now, can you imagine the birth of a a pug and a German Shepherd? I can't. I can't. (laughs) What a mutt. I tried and I can't. (laughs) What a mutt that would be. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen a dog give birth? I've seen uh, a cow give birth. Really? Uh, yeah, dude, yeah. that's gnarly. I grew up they on a come farm. Out like real cows. Yeah, they're they're mini cows already. They're like fully formed. They start you can, walking. Like, pull them out, don't you? Yep. Oh. Sometimes with a with a chain and a four wheeler. <laughs> no. <laughs> I always forget. Like you're like, like, like you're pulling out a tooth of just like okay, tie it to the calf store, and then I'm just gonna shoot, I'm gonna close the door, and then like, you know, is this like really specific to me? Because I feel like someone just showed me a video from like a Discovery show, like Dirty Jobs, and he was like pulling a calf. Uh, uh. I'm sorry, I forget that farm stories freak people out. But I'm they're like freaked out. perfectly normal to me. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Farm stories. Holy guacamole. Well, that is awful. I my uh I have a dog. Um I have two dogs actually. And uh one of them is the biological mother of the other. Um when I rescued my dog Bella, she was pregnant and we did not know that at the time until we were like, "Hey, why is this new dog's belly dragging on the floor?" So she had seven puppies and she had them in my bedroom and uh it was gross but also like super cute cuz it's like puppies how do you know when they're done giving birth they stop they just stop we didn't know we literally were like we'll just see when they're done (laughs) are cows like humans and can only carry one uh they can birth twins but it's pretty rare i don't know why i asked (laughs) (laughs) i've Um, also i've i've castrated pigs why uh, so they don't grow into boars. Wait, pigs grow into boars? Yeah, so... <laughs> Is this like a cucumber pickle situation? Yeah, so basically uh, a boar is an uncastrated male pig. A barrow is a castrated male pig. And if you like take a pig that's supposed to be domesticated, like a show pig, and let them into the wild, like they will turn feral so quickly, like their nose will get longer, their teeth will jut out, like pigs turn to feral very quickly, but they also domesticate very quickly. Like if you take a wild boar in and like nurture them, like their face will shrink up a little bit, like they'll change, they'll change basically. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. Why are more people talking about this? This is Farm Talk. <laughs> Welcome to Farm Talk uh, with Cass and Erica, uh, where Erica says things and Cassandra either has her mind blown or tries not to vomit. First caller. Okay. Anyways, uh, Aaron Carter, by the way, and that's how we were talking about it. I did uh, do a little bit of a deep dive because 
I was looking at this and I did not realize that he has, like Post Malone, quite a few face tattoos. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I just Googled the search term, what happened to Aaron Carter? And it's kind of sad. Yeah. Is, like, is there mental illness involved? He's uh, he's diagnosed with schizophrenia, but also like what you see like these interactions that he has with his family because he so he's a pop star right like when we were all in middle school essentially like he was like hot and stuff dates Hillary Duff for two years two times there with Lindsay Lohan like boom boom like it was you know this is drama you know drama um and uh, then his family his older brother is Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys his older sister is Nikki Carter from like i don't know a couple songs here and there um and uh they had a reality show and him and nick i don't think get along at all and so as he's had like more recent like kind of mental episodes or like arresting getting arrested for things like duis and stuff like that you know nick carter will like reach out but he'll do so on twitter and aaron carter's like if you actually gave a fuck about me you would use my phone. You would call me. You wouldn't you put would this on Twitter. Yeah. And so it's kind of like performative. Kind of, yeah. Like I, I read that and I'm just like, you know, we don't know the whole story, but it's, it's just interesting that like Aaron Carter, as I did this, as I did this, you know, very quick research this morning, I'm like, he seems right. You know, I mean, he like, man, yeah. I think we just like really fuck people up in this country uh, or and then in this country, I suppose in general, like if you're famous at, a young, he said he was like, he wants to do a new reality show with his girlfriend and his kids. And he said that he wouldn't stop his kids from being in the music industry if they wanted to be, but he wouldn't allow them to do it when they're seven. And I'm yeah. just like, when I read that, I was like, oh, like he was like, he wants Im- his kids to wait until they're 16 and can actually make decisions. Yeah. I can't imagine what's happened to him in this, like we talked about, like the predatory music industry and entertainment and yeah. When children are allowed to make adult decisions without adult supervision, it's, I mean. Or with like their adults being irresponsible. Yeah. And like stealing from them and all that kind of, it's just like, that doesn't excuse the fact that he might be potentially abusing dogs. It's just in general, I feel very bad for Aaron Carter as a human. And then who knows? Uh, But then he is a Trump supporter. So here we are. Who knows? So here we are. We have a another story um, that is flaming hot garbage. Where does this take place, Erica? Um, is a police office a police a police identify a Publix customer? What is Publix? Do you know? Publix is a grocery store primarily in Florida. Okay. Um, I'm. This is coming out of Virginia. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, there's a customer for this Publix grocery store who allegedly refused to let a black uh, worker bag her groceries. And then she tried to drive him over with her car? Vehicle? Oh, with, her, with, with a vehicle. When I first read that, I thought she was trying to drive him over with a shopping cart. But I think I'm pretty sure it's a vehicle. You might be the, the better authority on this uh, story. I mean, it led to quite a scene. The police were called. They're asking for anybody that has, like, cell phone footage to come forward. But A, like, how garbage are you that the color of someone's skin determines how you're treated? Yeah, that's bad. Wait, did she kill him? No, she tried to drive over him. Oh. He holy is. shit. Yeah, he is alive. Thank God. Oh, my God. So I, re- I read a tweet wrong. Um, He's 15 years old. 
He's a oh. baby. My God, like fuck. What a mess. He's um, just saving up to go to like summer camp probably or or to put away money for school. Or like whatever. Who cares? I mean, or, or who, who just cares? wants money? Yeah, that's bad. Uh don't fucking do that, people. Not to change the subject drastically, but um there's an ad there's a targeted ad on this website that I'm getting for a mask that has like plaid everywhere, but then like around the mouth is uh clear it's not like open so it still works as a mask but it's like for people who want their lips to show and uh (laughs) it looks pretty terrible (laughs) but Uh, you know the coronavirus has taught me that i do not have kind eyes like people stop smiling at me when i wear a mask (laughs) i was always like oh i've got pretty eyes i'm sure and nope (laughs) You need the whole facial combo for me. You need the mouth, the eyes to work together to show that I am smiling and not, in fact, looking like I want to fucking murder you. That's such a funny thought process. I have pretty eyes, I'm sure. Turns out I was wrong. You're crazy, Erica. You have pretty eyes, although I've never seen you in a mask. That's fair. I just ordered a mask that looks like Orville Peck. Are you familiar with Orville Peck? Nope. He's a pseudo country singer but he's got a he wears mask all the time like prior to corona he like, wears mask all the time okay and they cover like the nose and they cover his mouth but then they're fringed oh this guy yes i know this guy you know this guy yeah yeah i, I ordered a mask like that <laughs> that's fucking hilarious please 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 post pictures I Um, I love that. Uh, Speaking of posting pictures, uh, according to the Daily Beast, um, there is a 23-year-old woman named Sierra Martin um, in Seattle, Washington, who is currently taking care of a child that she recently delivered at the end of January. She's a surrogate mother uh, for a man in China. So she, I, uh, she's been sending this man pictures of the baby and how she's taking care of the baby. Um, because, uh, Trump made it illegal, uh, at the end of January for anyone to travel between China and the United States. So, okay. So, so she's the surrogate. She had the baby and she's been taking care of the baby since January. Yeah. I think, I think she was, the travel restriction went down on January 31st and the baby was due like four days later. Oh my God. That's- yeah, so the man in China who the article refers to as Lee, he's 50 and um, he is a gay man in China. And so uh, in China, they don't, surrogacy in general is illegal um, and they also don't allow homosexual couples to adopt children. So that uh, I guess that was, it's an, something that a lot of people look into. And uh, <laughs> this is funny. This uh, woman, uh, this Martin woman, she, um, she's been wanting to be a surrogate forever. Like as she, uh, she like applied to do it before she was even old enough to like legally be a surrogate. And she just, her excuse was, I just don't mind being pregnant. Wow. And that is my greatest fear is becoming pregnant. Yeah. I don't know if I'm afraid of being pregnant. I just like, I have a feeling like it's going to suck. Like, what do you mean you don't mind being pregnant? Who are you? I mean, shout out to every mother ever or anyone that's ever given birth. 
Yes. Like it is an incredible feat. I mean, what, look at the cows. Look at the cows. Ooh. Shout out to cow mothers. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I think this kind of is like sweet. I do know? too. It's, I mean, it's garbage that there's the restriction happening, but I, I can't imagine to me, like a surrogate, like you take the baby away immediately so to be caring for that baby is so interesting. And I wonder what bonds or hormonal things are going on within this woman. I I do think about that as well because it seems like it's it, – because this is all like lawyer stuff too. Is like them trying to figure out should this baby – or in this exception, should there be legal travel? Because mm-hmm. of like – you know, in the same way that it's like if you're a citizen of the – like if – if we would have been in Barcelona when this coronavirus was hitting, like, and they cut off travel, I mean, frankly, I would have said, Erica, let's stay in Spain. Let's but, stay in uh, Spain. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, most likely we would have, you know, our friends and family would have been worried and it would have been scary. And they would have let us come back, even though travel was illegal. So mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out now, like, what, what, what they should do. Because also it's like if the baby gets sick, you know, like, who's going to, pay for it. Um, like there's all kinds of things that like, yeah. Um, this is a, the American society for reproductive medicine said, we recognize that these are unprecedented times that call for extreme measures to protect citizens, health and safety. That said, we urge you to act. I think that they're talking to America or the government, uh, we urge you to act um, to mitigate the unintended consequences of recent travel restrictions on intended parents whose plans and dreams are indefinitely on hold in the age of COVID-19. These families deserve solution. Yeah, there should be medical exceptions, which this is one. Like, if if everyone cares so much about nuclear families and keeping families together and are so pro-family, I don't understand why this isn't an exception that can be had. Yeah, so this said uh for the for Sierra Martin, um she's a single mother in general who works two jobs. She has her own children. Um they're 3 and 5 years old, so that must be why she said I don't I just don't mind being pregnant cuz she at least knew what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um but she, you know, she's worried about bonding too much with the baby and uh she said I literally drilled myself. I'm not bringing home a baby. I'm not bringing home a baby. I'm not bringing home a baby. And then like a week before it's due, it's can you take care of my baby? Um, so, and she calls, um, Martin agreed eventually, or eventually agreed to take custody of the baby whom she calls by his middle name, Steven. And he's an agreeable infant who sleeps through the night and the children have accepted that he will not be their brother forever. Oh, Oh, can you imagine having that conversation with children? Fucking rough, dude. This isn't our forever brother. I might cry thinking about that. I know. I know. I know. I didn't read that part before. (laughs) God. Oh, okay. Anyways. Speaking of, of things that almost made me cry, last night I watched a short documentary called The World's Fastest Cubers, I believe. Erica! This is what I was going to bring up in hoarding. Oh, no. Okay. I'll no, fuck it. it. We have to talk about it now. Okay, so it's called, called Speed Cubers. Speed Cubers. Thank you. Holy fucking shit. Brought me to tears. So it's a documentary about people that solve Rubik's Cubes in competition. 
like really fast competition. And one is this Australian man, like young man named Felix, who is like an angel. And the other about an autistic American named Max. Max Park. Max Park. And he's like a world, they're both like world champions. And they continue to steal the world records from each other. But they've become friends. And like Felix has taught Max a lot of like socialization because he's autistic. It is, and Max looks up to Felix and will do anything Felix says. <laughs> He'll do anything he says. It is absolutely beautiful. It's the sweetest. It's only 40 minutes. It's on Netflix. It's the sweetest fucking documentary. I was watching this on like maybe over the, uh, the course of two days, maybe eight hours of sleep total. I was fucking bawling yeah like bawling bawling bawling. my brother took a video of me and I just I was like I can't post this online because it's embarrassing but I was crying I was like they're friends they're friends they're each other's biggest rivals but they're also like best friends and it is so endearing watch speed cubers on Netflix I cannot recommend it enough I'm gonna cry just thinking about it I okay I some I tend to avoid things like this like I don't like to I I cry so fucking easily that like when people are like oh Cass you should watch that movie get ready to cry I won't watch it if someone if someone says that like I because I don't I don't love the feeling of like happy tears or sad tears. I don't love the feeling of like kind of losing control like that uh-huh. when I'm watching a piece of media. And yeah, that's like I this this one surprised me. Like I didn't expect to have that reaction to something about uh competitive Rubik's cubing, but I was fucking out of my mind. Did it make you want to pick up the cube? Not even a little bit. Oh. Did it I, make you want to pick up the cube? Yeah. I was like, I can do it. I can do it. Did they memorize algorithms? I, yeah. I wanted to challenge myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let us know how that's going. <laughs> oh. Speaking of challenging, there was some challenging to social distancing happening in the Hamptons last weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, According to the New York Times, um, there was a charity concert on Saturday night in the Hamptons featuring performances from the chief executive of Goldman Sachs and the DJ duo, the Chainsmokers. Um, There was widespread outrage and a state investigation after video footage showed attendees appearing to ignore public health precautions. Uh, the concert was called Safe and Sound. It was billed by organizers as a drive-in music experience in the famous summer hotspot, the Hamptons. And uh, guests would be able to sit outside near their vehicles in space areas to watch performances. So looks like it didn't work. <laughs> Did not work. My favorite part about this article is that the chief executive of Goldman Sachs, David Solomon, goes by DJ D-Soul. <laughs> That's like such like, did you watch Succession? Of course. Like that makes, it's just like the hyper rich. You get so rich that you're like, oh, I, I want to be a DJ now. DJ Diesel. Oh. DJ Diesel. Do you know how much uh, tickets cost this uh, little drive-in show? Uh, up to $25,000. $25,000 to see the chain smokers. And DJ Diesel. 
Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures right now, and it literally looks like a few people just happened to park their cars in the middle of Coachella. Like, this is <laughs> fucking insane. So the drive-in philosophy did not work. No. Um, have you done any drive-in stuff? Like, because, you know, like the drive-in movie theaters and stuff that are reopening, have you done anything like that? Not yet, but I plan on going. Yeah, I want to. It sounds like it'd be a fun thing to do. But then it's like, what if you can't see around the cars? But like, I was like, I used to do this all the time as a kid. Like, why am I worried about this? I used to go to the drive-in movie theater when you could get out. You could park, you know, you could put seats up and sit right in the back of the truck or put up chairs. But when people are like, let's go to the drive-in movie theater together, I'm like, or we... kind of defeats the purpose kind of defeats the purpose like with your household it makes sense but (gasps) yeah otherwise Um, it sounds like let's just both masturbate at each other's homes and then we'll tell each other about it later (laughs) like that's what it (laughs) so what you're saying is drive-ins are for sex only Uh, (laughs) i have made out at a drive-in of course. Oh, Erica, of course. I've never done anything sex-wise at a drive-in because I was too young when we were doing drive-ins all the time. And the, by the time I got old enough to like do sex stuff, drive-ins were already closed. Sorry about it, Cass. I'm looking for that right now. Like actively seeking someone in quarantine whom I trust mm-hmm. um, to join my pod specifically for makeout in – Drive-in movie theaters. Yeah. That's my personal sad right now. Uh, calling out to all the listeners. Tell your friends. We're searching <laughs> We're searching for someone for Cass. Yeah. I'm looking for someone to make out with in my car while we watch Palm Springs, which we could just be watching on Hulu. <laughs> Did you watch it? It was really sweet. It was really good. Yeah. It was very cute. I was not mad at that. I love Andy Samberg. I make out with him in a car, but he is married, so. Evan, abcnews.com. Are you good with me reading all of them? Yeah. Okay, cool. I can't, if I've learned anything from this, from two episodes of this podcast, it's that I cannot read out loud. (laughs) But I love that about you. (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, So according to NBC News, Senator David Perdue of Georgia deleted a Facebook ad targeting his Jewish election opponent, John Ossoff, that appeared to have been altered to make Ossoff's nose bigger. And what have we said, and we remain solid on, that anti-Semitism is absolute trash. Absolute trash. I'm trying to see if I can see the picture. Yeah, if you go into the article, you can see it has been doctored. It's bad. Like, what the? Oh, yeah, look at that. What the fuck? Oh, my God. So the ad called for donations to Purdue, uh, who is a Republican, by claiming that the Democrats are trying to buy Georgia. And it uses black and white photos of Ossoff and the Senate majority or Senate minority leader Chuck Schumer, who is also Jewish, um, that have been photoshopped to appear as if they were pulled from an old television set with poor reception. That's how they're kind of claiming that. I, I, I don't know. It's it's. It's not a good look. It's old school. It's attack ads. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's really bad. So election years are always the worst. Mm -hmm. 
But I feel like I used to kind of like them because I like to vote. Big, I don't know if you know this, but uh, state of California will send out report cards, or at least they have before. I received a report card to my house once that congratulated me on voting for in every election like basically since I was 18. And I was so excited about that. So I fucking really like to vote. And so normally I don't mind election years, but obviously the past two cycles have just been a living fucking nightmare. And so things like this, I mean like, hey, good on you, David Perdue, to delete the Facebook ad. But like, you know. who thought of it? Who Who fucking made it? Who approved it? Who made it? What Photoshop artist was involved? Like, (sighs) whose idea? Like, I don't, and I'm wondering, like, do you know, like, did he take it down the second he saw it or did it run for a while and he took it down when people called it out? Uh, He took it down when people called it out. That's fucking stupid. Took it down when it was called out. Yeah. It's just political theater because, like, the the damage has already been done. It's as bad. Try to lighten it up a little bit. Bustle.com reports that Taylor Swift, old Swifty, is uh, in it. She's at it again with her scandals. Now, Cass, can I just say I'm a little scared of this story because I know how aggressive the Swifties can be. Okay. I I don't want any hate coming our way. So to the Swifties out there – we come in peace. I just we're just we're just reporting the news. <laughs> we're just reporting the news. The beef has been squashed. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's a good way. We'll start this by saying the beef has been squashed. So, so Taylor Swift just came at it with a new surprise album, uh, Folklore. Have you heard it? No. <laughs> well, god damn it, Erica. Now we're fucked. I've listened to it on occasion. I prefer her more poppy stuff. Um, but okay. again, I'm, I'm literally I'm not going to go down the road of trying to critique an album of Taylor Swift's. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it for me. So uh, there's she's been selling a lot of merchandise for it. I've seen cardigans and things like that. She's got a song on there called Cardigan. And it looks like the label, rather than it just saying folklore, it says the folklore album. And the logo looks pretty similar to this uh, e-commerce site called The Folklore, which sells high-end and emerging designer brands from Africa and uh, black retailers. So that's a bad look. Um, Looks like you're stealing uh, copyright what is it? It's co- like the. It looks like she's stealing the logo from right this black owned and black uh, supporting um, business. But she donated five million dollars. Yes, she did. Yes, when she was informed of this, she donated five million dollars uh, to organization. The black, yeah, the Black and Fashion Council. Which helps emerging black designers. She just, you know, I just feel like she's just doing her best and just, you know, it's like someone who, it's not her fault that every time she opens her door, it's raining shit. She does seem to step in shit a lot. I am (laughs) proud of her for like taking a stance on Twitter and using her platform for the good. She just, uh, she's just not my cup of tea. Okay. My cup of tea Swift. (laughs) funny but she does seem to step in shit everywhere she goes but that's also when you get to that level of stardom and that level of fame like 
can you do anything right ever? I mean, there's I probably can name a few celebrities who seem to be able to avoid the backlash that Taylor Swift cannot. I think I just kind of like I are they, I, I, are they male celebrities? Probably. I mean, I think that has something to do with it too. Yeah, nobody likes a successful woman. That's why everyone hates us so much. That's why everyone hates us with our one million downloads in one week alone. One million downloads. Thank you to our millions of subscribers. Um, <laughs> hey, .net, a 17-year-old Tampa Bay, Florida teenager, uh, was the person who allegedly masterminded the recent hacking of several high-profile Twitter accounts. And so they were arrested on early Friday morning and charged with 30 felony accounts. 30. Three zero felony accounts. Now, this teenager is identified as Graham Clark. He's uh, accused of organizing grand fraud, 17 counts of communication fraud, one count of fraudulent use of personal information with over $100,000 or 30 more victims. So so these hacks were like Elon Musk, Barack Obama. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Kanye. Uh, Kanye West, the fact that this kid was 17 and did all of this, I understand that there are consequences for your actions, but get this kid a job. That's what I'm fucking saying is like, what are the odds that like, instead of uh, in, like, does this only happen on TV where instead of arresting these people, they are like, okay, you need to, uh, you need to work for us now. That's your punishment. Catch me if you can. Frank Avondale. Avondale? Was it who was watching? A friend of mine was watching that movie, and they were like, "Every single person ever is in this movie," and I didn't know that. I, I don't think I've seen that movie. They weren't like huge at the time, but right. like superstars now were like minor char- tertiary characters. It's like, but uh, mom, I just booked this movie. It's with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Question mark. Tom Hanks? Question mark. Who's in it? <laughs> Both. Leo for sure. Oh. It's with Leonardo DiCaprio. This is giving me my big break. And then they were right. Uh, the thing that, yeah, this drives me nuts because uh, this kid's 17. And yeah. will he be facing adult charges? Because he's right on that cusp. I mean, it's a pretty adult uh, crime to hack and try to get people to send you Bitcoin. And like, look at his face. <laughs> he just has like a little smackable face. He fucking does, doesn't he? I just want to like kind of bop him. Like you should have had a V8 kind of right in the forehead. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to look at his face anymore. He's scaring me. Get, uh, get a job, I say. I'm sure that they will because I, I don't, I'm not a huge uh, fan of uh, children or 17 year olds or whatever being locked up for the rest of their life because although I did not make mistakes like that, I did make mistakes when I was 17 that if I was still paying for them today, yeah. uh, it's a pretty fucking cruel world. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a bad thing. <laughs> According to the LA Times, a comedian by the name of Brian Callen is getting some – he's getting some reports that uh, he was sexually inappropriate, sexually uh, harassing – I mean, the the allegations kind of it's mis- misconduct type stuff, but it seems like they range from different types of different types of harassment. I'm trying right. to different choose my words wisely. Sexual <laughs> sexual harassment to sexual assault is kind of the range. 
Yeah. And some sexual misconduct, like exchanging oral sex for stage time and money. Have you heard of Brian Callen? I watched Mad TV when I was a kid, so I I knew who he was. Oh, he was on that? Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I've only heard of him because of the fact that he is friends with Chris D'Elia, another fucking guy who just got uh, reported for acting like a fucking creepo. And because uh, him and him and Brian Callen would always like do stuff on each other's Instagrams, and I followed Crystalia. So I, uh, it's interesting. Like, who else in their little friend group is going to go down if there's like just like a lot? I, I don't think it's like necessarily like a conspiracy, but it's maybe like if that's like the culture of the type of like group that they held. It'd be interesting to see how many more comedians that maybe linked to them, similar accusations come out, you know? Right, right. I mean, like attracts like and garbage attracts garbage. Indeed. That's why we're friends. That's why we're friends. <laughs> um, yeah, so and we don't have to get into the nitty gritty, but it looks like, you know, he he had an affair for four years with an actress, an aspiring actress. And allegedly he told her that women have a biological and primal desire to be raped. Yikes. That's a big statement. That's the kind of trash that makes me ashamed to be trash. Can we all just admit that we are not cavemen anymore? Right. Like, I'm all for, like, doing a paleo diet if you want to, like, get, like, all these caveman-inspired things. But the whole, like, caveman culture that's... um tied to men acting and justifying acting like fucking animals. Mm -hmm. Can we not? Can we not? You're not fucking Fred Flintstone, like, who's, of course, cartoons' most notorious rapist. Hashtag me too, Fred. Me too. Oh, no. Poor Fred Flintstone. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm dragging him through the mud. But Barney was definitely an ally. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Betty, 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 uh, Betty does cam shows now. I don't know if you knew that. I did not, but yeah, but you know he, what? but you know, like they have a very sex positive relationship, so it's fine. So it's fine. It works. Yeah, out. she needs to make money in quarantine. I mean, have we t- talked about this yes yet? No. That like, I am. I had moments, those days when you just can't get off the couch in quarantine. You know, crack open a Pinot Noir around eleven a.m. Uh huh. Where I think, you know, if I didn't have tattoos on my feet, also trash qualification, I might turn on a camera and like make a sandwich with my feet for a couple bucks. I would subscribe to that. I would pay (laughs) money to watch that. Why, you big freak? I think just the artistry of it. You're watching it for the thrill. Is that a weird thing of like, hey... Cass, I am watching your foot videos just to see what you can do. I'm aware that I'm the only person not masturbating, um, but I just want to see, like, how you do. I just want my friends to succeed, and if that's how they succeed, I'm happy. (laughs) And maybe it's not all making sandwiches, but for some reason, that's the only thing I can think of to do. Sounds like it's the only thing you can do with your feet. What's the big deal, right? I'm I'm very sex positive. I'm very OnlyFans positive, like... Do as uh, do as you do. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. It's more just like the fact that like I have tattoos on my feet, which makes me feel like I won't make as much money. 
Oh, I think there's like a specialization for that. I'll have to look into it uh, now that the extra 600 on unemployment is running out. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we uh, should we get into the dumpster fire of the week? Dumpster fire of the week. <laughs> we still um, don't have a stinger for that. I don't think we need one. <laughs> I think it has been stung. I would like you to talk about it because this is just bananas. A Texas doctor has gone viral with an unproven COVID-19 cure, believes in demon sperm. The Houston doctor who was a part of a controversial video that touting hydro hydroxychloroquine hydroxychloroquine as oh a erica cure. i shouldn't have done this to you why did you make me read out loud i don't know i'm so sorry okay i'll do it i'll do it i love everything about you that i shouldn't have done that to you okay so look there's a texas doctor and she <laughs> she went viral with the covid19 cure but also she also believes in demon sperm which is rude because I also believe in demon sperm. But uh, yeah, so she's one of the hydroxychloroquine um, truthers. Truthers, yes. Which, uh, along with our president, um, not my president, but uh, she said that there's certain gynecological issues caused by sexual sexual encounters with demons in dreams. And that's how you get demon sperm. Mm -hmm. It's spiritual husbands and spiritual wives which is a phenomenon that creates things like endometriitis and molar pregnancies and fibroids. What's a molar pregnancy? Great question. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. Let me look up this. Molar this up. pregnancy. Can you get pregnant in the mouth? <laughs> oh, it's a non-cancerous tumor that develops in the uterus as a result of a non-viable pregnancy. Oh. Ah, yikes. It's very rare. She also claimed that masks and lockdowns are not needed to stop COVID-19. You know, I don't like that doctors like this exist because I do believe that they did go to medical school. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering then what happened after, you know? Or did they have that belief the whole time and were just like suppressing it to get the right answer on the quiz? I remember, <laughs> this is fucking embarrassing. I remember uh, being in like sixth grade. And uh, as I've told you before, and as I'll tell our listeners, I was raised what I call to be Facebook Christian, which means um, no one, we didn't go to church that often. And there was just sort of like thinly veiled Christian beliefs um, that were convenient. And now I'd say like the types of things that boomers will just repost on Facebook without uh, thinking. Because they're like, yeah, I do. You know what? Today is Monday and Jesus is my savior. You know, um, mm -hmm. things like that. So share if you agree. <laughs> exactly. Share if you agree that God should be in our lives. <laughs> share if you agree that prayer is the answer to fear. So that was basically my religious upbringing. So like if you ask me about a story in the Bible, I don't know it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happens in that book. I know nothing. So anyways, I'm in sixth grade and I'm in science class. And I remember the teacher bringing up evolution and I remember rolling my eyes because <laughs> okay. I didn't know. 
thought that evolution wasn't real and I have no reason to think that. Like, So you thought dinosaurs and humans, like Jesus was riding on a T-Rex at some point. So this was my biggest question. And my, this is the problem with the Facebook Christians, because my mom is no better than any of them. There was a lot of unanswerable questions that she was very open into saying, I don't know. So I was like, Mom, well, when were the dinosaurs? I don't know. Ask the pastor. Which fucking pastor? We don't go to church that often. <laughs> and I am shy. And I'm not going to ask an adult to explain. Like, she, there was all kinds of there was things with, like, gay people. Like, all kinds of things that she didn't have an answer for. That she kind of just was like, well, next time we go to church, ask, you know, whoever runs your youth group. Like, because I don't know. Because I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know that I love, I, God damn it, do I love Jesus. Yeah, I, um, I, it's, I, you know, I like, I got A's on my tests. So I was a very smart kid for the most part, but I do remember thinking, okay, well, I may as well fucking treat this lesson on evolution the same way that I treat the, you know, the bridge to Terabithia test. You know, I'm yeah. just memorizing false things um i obviously now believe in evolution i can't emphasize that enough i know two things and i used to say in college because we found out like this girl that was in a sorority and was on the cheer squad didn't believe in evolution so i would i would always say i know two things and that's that blank is blank and dinosaurs are real (laughs) and that was like my go-to saying for anything uh you have a like Ross from Friends, there's a whole episode. It doesn't matter. I don't need to talk about Friends right now. But, you know, <laughs> the real ones know. Anyways, um, this concept of demon sperm. Have you ever had a sex dream? Yeah. Have you ever had a sex dream with someone you shouldn't have had a sex dream about? Yes. That's demon sperm. Oh, no. You, you, Erica Curry, have been affected by demon sperm. Hi, I'm Cassandra Cardenas. And if you've been affected by demon sperm, call the number below. You may be eligible for a settlement. Great. Yeah. I had one this week that I shouldn't have had. Oh, shit. Can you talk about who it was with? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Mine just told me that she had a sex dream about our old landlord, and our old landlord was fucking so hot. It makes sense. He used to walk around in gray sweatpants, and we're like, show us what that dick do. Um, It was bad. And I'm jealous because I can't, I like my sex dreams. I don't know. Like I, like, of course I'll have them about exes, which is, you know, fucking top notch demon sperm. And they definitely owe me money for that. But like, I don't usually have like really, oh my God. You know what? Speaking of friends, I had a sex dream when, when friends first got put on Netflix a couple years ago, I binged the fuck out of it. Uh huh. Um, did not age well, guys. I had a sex dream about Ross. And ever since then, like, yeah, of all the characters, Ross. And so ever since then, I'm like, say what you will, but David Schwimmer is hot. (laughs) Like. Hey, man, whatever trips your trigger. Trips my trigger. In high school, I went on a trip to a stud farm Mm -hmm. in Kentucky where we watched like horse studs. And this Irish gentleman was like one of the horse breeders and that was showing us how like horse breeding happens, uh, which is like violent horse sex. And this Irish guy used the term, ah, we use Chanel number five because it's what really trips his trigger, meaning like this is what gets this horse hard. And I remember being 
flush red and giggling because I was like, I'll never wear Chanel number five in case a horse wants to get an erection around me. Oh, no. What is with this farm shit? (laughs) I really came out swinging with the farm shit this week. Chanel number five, the preferred perfume of horny horses. Of horny horses. Holy guacamole. (laughs) I mean, I think we've said all we can say about demon sperm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, that's, she watches, um, what's that movie with Damon? Damon? The Antichrist. So it's a woman gives. Oh, it's all for you, Damien. It's all for you. Damien. Yeah. So that's based on a true story. Mm. For Dr. Stella Emanuel. Yikes. I got into it with an aunt on Facebook today. Did you? She posted some anti-Fauci bullshit. Uh And I politely responded. And she politely responded back. But to me, it's like we're both like sitting there with daggers in our eyes about it. I just can't believe that anyone dislikes Anthony Fauci. He's the absolute best. But do you remember that woman who was always up there too and she always had scarves? She loved a scarf, a statement scarf. Like, can't remember her name. And she's a doctor, so I'm like those are probably like expensive scarves. Yeah, those are like, like Chanel scarves. <laughs> Chanel number five scarves. You know, what's crazy is that like, that's how fucked up those first, I mean, everything's fucked up, but that's how fucked up that time was where a, we're watching white house press briefings every day. Cause we desperately need information. And then also like it gets, it was getting so like scary that I suddenly started having to focus on things that were smaller. Like mm-hmm. she wears a lot of scarves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't fathom the numbers. They're too big for my brain. That woman wears a lot of scarves. <laughs> <laughs> all right Cass what are you hoarding this week uh, well see we went we did we talked about speed cubers which is what I was hoarding originally so I guess this week I am hoarding white claws mm. okay tell me more I am a bit of a drinker and these magical drinks I look they get ruined because like Frat dudes like them too, but I'm talking no bloating. I'm talking no hangover. I'm a 30-year-old woman. These are important things to me. And just, they taste nice and you just get drunk. But I'm not just hoarding White Claws. I'm specifically hoarding the White Claw flavor pack number two. Okay. Number one has some bullshit in there. Come at me if you think that the lime white claws are good. I'll smack you in your mouth. Hi, I think they're great. Do you really? I do. I well, maybe I don't like them, but I will drink them. <laughs> they I mean, I'll drink anything, but like they taste like flat diet coke to me. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Good luck getting that out of your head. Do you like coconut LaCroix? No. Okay, good. I was like, your judgment may not be able to be trusted at all. Coconut LaCroix is fucking disgusting. No, but you get the you get the second flavor pack and you got you got watermelon, tangerine, lemon, mango, just like hit after hit after hit. And uh yeah, I'm I'm doing a lot of white claw these days. I'm packing up my apartment because I as I've talked about, I'm moving. So um white claws help. Oh nice. They're basically water. They're, I mean, they're basically water. And I don't feel as hungover when I have White Claw. Yeah. 
Um, what, uh, what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding the show, two shows right now. One okay. of them is Indian Matchmaking. <gasps> oh, Netflix keeps advertising that to me. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I mean, here's what's fucked up. It's that there's still a caste system in India and that coloration is very much like a part of that. Oh. But it's charming. And you have somebody that you love to hate on the show named Aparna. Like, she's Mm -hmm. awful. So it's like you feel like the universe is bonding with you and being like, we're united in mutual hate. And then I'm watching this show called In the Dark. About a blind person who is garbage. What? She's she's hot, but she's like a total garbage person. Like she drinks too much. She fucks too much. She mm. she cuts in line at the grocery store because she's blind. Like it it's just interesting to show a show where like somebody with a disability isn't seen as like the angel hero? hero. They're just like a person and they happen to be a garbage person. But she's trying to do the right thing and solve like a mystery, like a murder of her friend. It's holy great. shit! I auditioned for this show. Did you? Yes, I auditioned to be her fucking like dumbass friend who's a vet. Yeah, who they cast this girl that you would have done a such better job. Well, that's what everybody says when that's what you. That's like if you ever know an actress ever, like, and they say, "Oh, I auditioned for that." Who who ended up booking? Uh, I don't know, but you would have done better. Like if you don't say that, you get in trouble. Yep. Brooke Markham, Jess. Jess is the character's name, right? I believe so. Mm, I see. I see. I see. Well, <sighs> Brooke, 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 Brooke. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'm all right. I'm not falling apart. Oh, Rich Summers on this show. Maybe I will watch this. What? Um, it's on Netflix. What? Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I auditioned for this show, like, I want to say, like, four years ago. So this one's been in development for a long time. Uh, uh, two seasons are out right now. I'm only on episode, like, okay. four. But it's really good. I lied. Then it's not been in development for as long as I thought it was. I like Brooke. I respect Brooke. I'm looking at pictures of her. She's cute. She's cute. Yep. I can see how that went. Right? I mean, again, you would have done such a better job. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> All right, Cass, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cass Cardenas, C-A-S-S-C-A-R-D-E-N-E-S. They can also find me live on the Smodcast Network on Tuesday nights from 7.30 uh, Pacific p.m. Pacific time until 9.30 p.m. I know, that's a long podcast. Um, But I'm on the Nooner podcast, and uh, you can listen to it live, or you can listen to it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. We have a lot of fun on that show. I'm not on the most recent episode because I was in Joshua Tree, uh, you know, mulling over doing drugs. But every other episode, I am definitely there. Oh, great. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Iconic Erica Curry. And you can find our show at Trashy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes. We'd love it if you would leave us, uh, if you enjoy what you hear, five stars and leave a review so that you can spread the word to more people. Yes, please. Yes, please. Is one of those one of those handles is Trashy Podcast One? Twitter, we're Trashy Podcast One. Unfortunately, yes, yes. 
fuckers. Unfortunately. And we have a lot of fun on our Instagram at Trashy Podcast. We post up polls, trashy images, and uh, clips from upcoming shows. Yeah. Thank you so much, Erica. You're the best piece of garbage I've ever seen. Cass, you are hot garbage, and I love it. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody.